Hey, what's up? What's up? It's your boy, State of the State of the New York Knicks podcast, episode 160. Shout outs to Nick Nation. Shout outs to everybody. Um, instant reaction to the first preseason game for the New York Knicks. Um, I actually appreciated watching this game. Uh, gotta overreact, right? Gotta overreact. Gotta, 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 gotta be myself when it comes to this one, man. It, it it was great to watch. Overall, um, first thought that come to my mind was Tibbs did a great job today of rotating players. Um, the second thing that comes to mind is Jalen Brunson. And the third thing that comes to my mind is um, winning. Um, those are the first three that immediately come to my mind. But shout outs to the whole New York Knicks, man. Let's get right into it. Um, the Knicks actually punished, absolutely destroyed the young Pistons tonight. And listen, man. I liked what I seen. I liked what I seen from a lot of people tonight, man. It was great. It was a fun game. It was fun to watch. Um, it was fun to watch both both halves. We definitely going to talk about that. Um, and it's, it's just in general, like I'm I'm really excited at, at what I seen. So, first of all, the Knicks won one seventeen to ninety six, right? And this was a game where we was tied um, at a certain point in the game in the second quarter. And when we was tied, um, Isaiah Hardenstein actually hit a step in three. And that was from a healthy Derrick Rose. And I was like, oh, okay. And then he got another. Derrick Rose makes a step in three right after that, right? And then right after that, Derrick Rose, he drives into the lane and he finds Isaiah Hardenstein for another wide open three. So that was that was something good to see. Like it, it, it's a lot of things, man. It's a lot of things. Um, so let's get let let me get right into it. Like the stats from the night was basically Julius Randle, fifteen point six rebounds, four assists. Mitchell Robinson, six points, four rebounds, uh, three blocks. <laughs> Brunson, well, Brunson had sixteen points, five assists. He was seven for nine. Um, R.J. Barrett. 21 points, five rebounds, three three triples in 22 minutes. Obi Toppin, eight points, six rebounds, three assists. Isaiah Hardenstein, eight points, seven rebounds. Um, Miles McBride, seven points, four rebounds, six steals. Quickly, 13 points, three rebounds, three assists, um, and three steals. Like, I love what I seen tonight, bro. I love what I seen tonight. And Deuce McBride had a total of six steals and quickly had a total of three steals. They com um 38 combined total minutes. The entire Pistons team only had four steals tonight. So that's lucky. That, that's that's great to see. Um RJ Barrett, 21 points, five rebounds, two assists on 57% from the field. You want to see that efficiency go up. He was very efficient tonight. And once again, thank you, Leon Rose, for signing. And Jalen Brunson, I appreciate that signing. Because right after R.J. Barrett, Jalen Brunson, 16 points, one rebound, five assists, 78% from the field. Julius Randle, 15 points, six rebounds, four assists, 60% from the field, zero turnovers. And that's something that you like to see from Julius Randle. Like, cut the turnovers down, zero turnovers. That is something great to see. 
Love, love that from Julius Randle. Like, and watching the first quarter, you know, Randle looked rattled. Um, his shot wasn't falling, but he's doing everything else. Defensively, he was he he, he was there. Um, shout out to RJ Barrett. Defensively, he was there. Brunson is a better defender than advertised. I like the fact that Mitchell Robinson can switch on point guards and guards in general, and he's not rattled at all. Um, Brunson looks really good running the offense. Uh, it was plays tonight where I seen last season that couldn't be made, and I'm super happy that Brunson could constantly get in the lane. Like, nobody could stay in front of Brunson. I love the fact that he has elite handle already. Um, the handle could get him downhill. He caught Isaiah, um, Isaiah Stewart a couple of times tonight. He caught him with a mean on or off a pick and roll, caught him with the mean switch hand layup. Um, using the backboard as a shield to protect the uh to protect himself from the rim protector. So that's stuff that you like to see. Um quickly rolls Isaiah Hardenstein. Um at first it was a little clunky, I will admit. Uh when quickly first got on the court, I guess it was rust. Uh you still seen some of the same tendencies from quickly from last season going into this season. But it's the first preseason game. And the things that you like about quickly is quickly was getting to the basket right and also quickly was was he's still great from the he's still great from the free throw line quickly was playing fast every time he got the ball it was he was on the other other end of the court i love that about quickly quickly plays fearless and that's the one thing i always respect about emmanuel quickly and quickly is no slouch on defense he at least tries uh i know he's short but he has a long wingspan and it was really nice to see um, quickly just he had one play where he had an and one on, on Marvin Bagley during the second quarter that I really liked. Uh, the second quarter, um, when they had the Isaiah Hardenstein, Rose, Radish, you know, you got uh, 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 quickly on the court. I loved it. I loved it. I had so much fun watching that lineup. Um, I had so much fun watching Derrick Rose. He's back. He's healthy. He looks really good. Um, I told you about in the second quarter when the game was tied. It, it was tied at 27, and Derrick Rose um, made sure that they was going to get that lead. That's what veteran guards do. I see why people have fought me over the summer, talking about, hey, look, man, you need a vet. You need a vet. Regardless, of, uh, uh, you got some young boys, but you always need a vet. So love love the way that Derrick Rose looked tonight. Um, I, would, I would think that Tibbs would try to rest him. Uh, two of these preseason games, but, you know, try to get him some run as well. So hopefully he'll play him the next preseason game against the Pacers and hopefully he'll rest him for the third game because, you know, you try to keep Derrick Rose healthy. If we want to make the playoffs, realistically, you have to keep Derrick Rose healthy. Got to keep him right. Got to keep him upright. And um, Brunson, he had a, 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 a Chauncey Billups kind of move that I really liked in the post where he faked Cade on, on, on a layup and, and got right by him. That's stuff that, you know, I'm not I'm not used to seeing from my point guard, and I appreciate stuff like that. Um, but the thing about Brunson, he sprayed the ball around. Sprayed the ball around, even from the first quarter. That's the first thing I noticed. He, he got everybody touches. And the thing I liked about with Jalen Brunson is he put he puts Randall in his proper position, right? The – 
the thing I like about Brunson is at the start of the game, Brunson made it an effort to get Randall the ball, but only on switches and mismatches. And you've seen a couple of times where Randall had bogey in front of him, and he straight bullied him. And that's what you want to see. When he got a mismatch, go at him. Don't jab step. Randall don't need to think when he got the ball. Don't try to jab step. Don't try to be extra. Don't try to don't try to uh, 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 do the most. Be simple, right? You don't be simple. Let everybody else do the job for you. And in the first few minutes, I was getting a little, I was getting a little uptight because I'm like, all right, okay, RJ Barry only got two touches. But at the same time, I just said Brunson had to get Randall going. You got to get him going. You got to get him comfortable. It's the first game back in the Garden in a couple months. Uh, people like me wanted him traded. I still want him traded, to be honest with you. But you know, you always give guys a say. You always give guys a chance, right? Um, you give him a chance to redeem himself. I'm not really mad at that. You know, he he really looked good tonight. I got to give props when props is due. I don't never try to lie. To, to, to Nick fans, I never try to sugarcoat nothing. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'm going to say it. I was, I, I was wrong about Brunson. Brunson is going to be really good, bro. He, that $100 million is going to be well spent. And we, I, you know, just, after, just off of the first game, like being a Nick fan for 21 years and watching his team going on 22 years, he is such a steady point guard, bro. Just out the gate, everybody touching the basketball. I'm seeing Mitchell Robinson getting entry passes. Um, I see Mitchell Robinson do a post move, even though he got called, um, the guy was called for a foul before he could actually lay the ball up, spin around, lay it up. At least I'm seeing Mitchell Robinson get the ball on, on, on entry, on, on post entries. That's nice to see. And, you know, what also was nice to see tonight was the, was the center rotation. Um, I love Mitchell Robinson. I love Isaiah Hardenstein. They both of them bring different things to the table, right? Mitchell Robinson, just like Tib said, uh, I'm gonna back him on that. I'm gonna have to back him on that. Mitchell Robinson is is the best offensive rebounder in the league. I might have to. No, I'm, I might. Let me put the word "might" in front of it. I might have to back him on that. He did average 4.1 offensive rebounds last season. He's very elite at offensive rebounding. That's I will give Mitchell Robinson that. And Mitchell Robinson is switchable. He could go out one through five. And he's blocking everything. He was blocking everything. You gotta love when Mitchell Robinson takes it upon himself to try to try to, you know, fight fight over screens and and, and, and be a force down there. You know, he blocked Jaden Ivey a couple times. Uh, and I think, you know, Jaden Ivey looked impressive tonight as well. But, you know, you challenging money, Mitch, man, you're gonna have to come with the heat. And I guess he learned firsthand, but that was nice to see from Mitchell Robinson, man. And you have to look at the mismatches down low with Mitchell Robinson. When he has his man sealed, you have to give him the ball. And I love the fact that Jalen Brunson also took it upon himself to actually give Mitchell Robinson the ball. That was nice to see. Um, Mitchell Robinson keep improving. Uh, 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 Isaiah Hardenstein, he was nice to see as well. Um, he, he, man, that second quarter, right, when he stepped into that three and he made another three, I said, okay, this is nice to see. He's a floor spacing center. That is something I always wanted, if Mitchell Robinson was going to be my starter, to be the backup. A guy who could protect the rim and a guy who can also 
shoot the three, space the floor, get these guys room to operate. And that was nice to see. And then he also had a steal, which led to an RJ Alley right to Obi Toppin for a dunk. That is stuff that you like to see. Active hands, have your hands up. Um, that was something that Tibbs uh, 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 really stressed, I guess, in training camp. Uh, even on the picture, he had it on there, uh, on the wall for all of us to see. And that was nice to see. And Isaiah, Isaiah and Mitch was great on switches all night. And the Knicks had a, in the third quarter, uh, the Knicks had a 13-2 run. And the Knicks was up 91-62. Uh, and I love what I seen quickly in Obi. Those two boys clearly got chemistry. They hooked up for a couple times in the third quarter. Um, like, quickly looked way better in the second half. Um, Randall looked way better in the second half. He was more decisive. Uh, he understood where to be. And the great thing about Randall is he played well off ball tonight in the second half. He has to continue to do that in order to assert himself in the game. I don't need him to do everything. I just need him to be himself and pick his spots. You don't, once again, you, he does not need the jab step, right? He looked great third quarter. He, he he looked great. I can't, I have no problems with Julius Randle play overall tonight. Um, hustling, being himself, that's that's what I want to see. But Jalen Brunson, once again, put him in the right role. Randle would be an elite third option. He's disgusting as the first option. I don't ever want to see him as the first option, like ever again. Ever, ever again. And quick note about Obi. Um, Obi, I wanted to take three-point shots because, no, I wanted to space the floor. But God damn, bro. God damn, he got to be locked in the gym to work on that three-point shot. Um, oh, I still don't like him being a corner boy. I still don't like it. I, I, I never liked it, never loved it. I, I never believed that was his game. But, you know, when he's getting points in transition that's something that you like to see that's something that you like to like to like like to um watch when you're when you're actually watching the Knicks when Obi gets the ball in transition quickly found him a couple of times and the pace was up all night everybody pushed the ball that's one thing I also love to see nobody walked the ball up there's no reason to walk the ball up when this team should be playing fast playing faster could get us easy baskets um easy rim runs uh, uh, you see, we got uh, a defense. It turns into a Jalen Brunson right to an end, uh, uh, a Julius Randle dunk in the first quarter, right? You got players like Randle, and, and I'm watching Randle, and it was two plays that stuck out to me with him specifically. It was a play when he caught the ball. I believe it was either on Cade or Ivy, caught the ball in the middle of the lane. And I thought to myself, okay, Randle, what are you going to do? Because last year... He would have did some nonsense and drove into three people. But he looked up, seeing that the paint was open, seeing he had space. One dribble straight to the basket. Instantly. Think think fast. You got to think fast. Um, the next play was Randall. And I'm like, okay, now he's learning. Well, it was two plays. Uh, he caught the ball, went coast to coast. But this time when he went coast to coast, right, he seen that it was only a guard that was that was actually protect between him and the rim. And he attacked and got the layup. And then another play, right, he got the rebound. He advanced the ball a little bit by himself. 
but RJ was way ahead of him. He advanced the ball to RJ Barrett, got the ball back, passed it right back to RJ Barrett for the wide open three. That is stuff that you like to see. That is good basketball. I don't like to watch bad basketball. Bad basketball, you can keep that shit to yourself, to be honest with you. I have no time to watch bad basketball at all. If I'm watching bad basketball, I'm going to call you out. I'm going to call you out. It's plain and simple. I, I, I feel like I, I feel like I go I go off what I see. I look at the numbers, right? Usually plus minus usually matches the eye test. Usually. But just just watching what I've seen tonight, it 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 looks good. Um shout outs to Tibbs, man. The offense looked good tonight. I have no complaints. Jalen Brunson looked played very well. He played extremely well. I am I am not mad at what I seen tonight. Only two things. The first thing was Cam Reddish injury. Such a freakish injury, bro. Like, how do you run into the ref? So, hopefully Cam Reddish can get back sooner or later. Hopefully Cam Reddish can 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 get his body right. Um, understand where where his body is at right now. Hopefully we get a good 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 news actually um, tomorrow morning. Um, hopefully about Cam Reddish ankle, but such a freak accident, man. It's it's so disappointing. Um, he was he was already playing eleven minutes. He got his first uh his first shot was was a great shot. It was off a pass pass. He stepped right into the three. Um, I was screaming crazy when he made the three. Loved it. Loved the loved the fact that Jalen Brunson played with Reddish and R.J. Barrett. Brunson makes sure that everybody touches the ball. Love that. Um. I just need Reddish shot to fall. It was not falling, but I feel like I, I didn't see anything wrong with what he was doing um, at the moment. Um, shout outs to shout outs to Cam Reddish, man. Get better. Uh, 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 most definitely hope to see you against the Pacers because we definitely need to see you in preseason play. Um, I don't. I have no excuses for you. I can't give you no more excuses, but I definitely want to see you play um, against the Pacers. Um, and last but not least. This Evan Fournier thing, man, we get we we gotta excuse my language, but we gotta fucking end this shit, man. We gotta fucking end this. Shit. I can't I can't take it, man. I can't. It's at he he serves absolutely no purpose in the starting five, none, no purpose. Love you, Quentin Grimes. Got to get healthy asap, asap, because because I gotta see I gotta see it now. What I will say about Evan Fournier is he did have a nice play throwing the alley-oop to Mitchell Robinson, but I'm still seeing the same things from him. He did make his first three-point shot, but I'm still seeing the same thing from him. I don't, I cannot watch a, a, a month straight of him starting next to Brunson. We need to figure out that shooting guard position. That's scary to me. That position is scary to me right now. The other four positions... I'm comfortable with right now. Very comfortable with those positions. But the shooting guard position. Understand Evan Fournier, he gets gravity. He got gravity tonight. Um, gravity also applies to spacing. So I will give Evan Fournier that. But at the same time, I need somebody more athletic. I need a more athletic 3 and D wing. When I think about a, 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 a more athletic 3 and D wing, the first person I think about is... Dylan Brooks is the first person I think about. And the only reason why I think about Dylan Brooks a lot when it comes to 
The Knicks is Dylan Brooks is due for a contract. Um, one due for a contract extension next offseason. Um, one, two, Dylan Brooks is the he's the prototypical shooting guard that I need at the shooting guard spot who can defend, hit it, hit an open three point shot, but also could play make a little bit. And he's not fearless. I mean, he's not scared in the moment. You know, he's fearless. Um, that's the person that comes to mind. The second person that comes to mind is Josh Hart. Um, Josh Hart, he comes to mind because Josh Hart, I know he's on Portland right now. I know they got a little law jam right now, whatever they trying to do over there. But I think Josh Hart is also obtainable. He's another guy I'm looking at at the shooting guard spot. But guys who can who I could plug and play right now, who I think is obtainable is those two, right? Now, the only reason why I bring those two up, just for me personally, and um, and, and if Angie, any one of you guys that, that want to come up and want to speak real quick, you know, you definitely can. I have no problem with that. Um, um, just ask the to ask the join. I have no problem with that. But, um, anyways, you know, the reason why those two guys' names come up, uh, first of all, with Dylan Brooks, like I just said, he's due for a contract. Um, they have Desmond Bain. Uh, I think Desmond Bain should be the starter on the Memphis Grizzlies. I like Desmond Bain personally, and I think. Brooke, I, I think Dylan Brooks is definitely obtainable, just like Josh Hart. Those two definitely come to mind. But the reason why I bring those guys up is because after watching Reddish get hurt once again, uh, watching Grimes on the bench, he's hurt currently. I don't know how severe his ankle injury is. Um, I, I need him to get better, honestly. But that's 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 poppycock. That's some bullshit. This man was untouchable all summer for Donovan Mitchell. I need him to play. This is a setback. This ain't this, this is a setback. You you injured him um training camp and you can't play the first preseason game. You're already behind the eight ball. This is definitely a setback for him. I'm kind of disappointed, but I'm kind of intrigued because I really want to see him play now. Because now that I know and I kind of feel comfortable knowing that Evan Fournier is going to be the same guy from last season. You got to go. Got to go. Lo love the guy. Great teammate. I'm go I'm trying to win some games. Got to got to go. So, Grimes hurt reddish hurt reddish. We know reddish to be kind of injury prone. I don't want to wish that on him, but when you've been hurt every single year of your career, you're kind of, you know, kind of injury prone a little bit. This is why I love R.J. Barrett. He's not going to get hurt. The boy, not, he's not going to, he's never, he's not going to get hurt. R.J. Barrett's prime is going to, he's going to last a long time in the NBA because he doesn't rely on athleticism. So Reddish, he got to take care of his body. Got to be more careful on the court. Ref, get the fuck out the way. Why the fuck are you in R.J. Um, Cam Reddish's way? What is wrong with you? Why are you in the way? Move out the way, buddy. He's hooping. You're not hooping. You're roughing. You know, little things like that, man. These injuries, it's annoying. And from what I've seen tonight and from what Jalen Brunson showed me, off rip, Jalen Brunson is going to be, that money is well spent. That money is well spent. To put him in the best possible position to succeed, 
I need a three and D wing at the shooting spot. I don't know where that guy is at. I don't know. I, I don't know if it's Lou Dort. I don't know if it's I need an Avery Bradley next to Brunson. ASAP. ASAP. I'm, I'm trying to win some games. I'm not trying to talk about a, 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 a Victor Women Baya. He is dumb nice. Dirk Nowitzki clone with, with Porzingis. Pre, first two-year Porzingis, pre-injury Porzingis. That's exactly what he reminds me of. Dirk Nowitzki, pre-injury Porzingis. He's stupid elite. I will be, man, if I had the first overall pick of next year's draft, brother, I would take, I would roll a long blunt, man, because that would be a hard decision. And then you got Scoot Henderson. This ball looked, he looked like Penny Hardaway. I, I, I ain't see a point guard look like that at his height. Because people say he's 6'4". He looks taller than 6'4". He looks about 6'6". I don't know if it's the stockiness. I don't know if it's his build. He looks about 6'. He looked like Penny Hardaway. I got to like the blunt to that. I got, I, I got... I got to like the blunt to that. You look like Benny Hardaway. This will, want to be this, this will be one of the seasons where I say the Knicks need to tank. Not interested. Knicks need to win some fucking games. What I will say is, I will keep one of those first round picks tucked, right? Um, because those first-round picks is valuable towards the end of the round. Shout-outs to War Parent. He's been elite drafting at the end of the round. So I will keep those picks. But at the same time, you know, we can use one of those picks on another wing. And, and, and we can reset when to pay the wing position. Um, I, I would love to see how it shakes out in the NBA standings um, going into the season. But I'm definitely not interested in, in no tank talk. I'm not interested. Not interested. Not interested. Now, now if the Knicks could sneak, sneak. Now, me being as a black man, I know kids is, I know kids is going to get in trouble. I know I, 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 kids, kids get in trouble. Imani Bates. I would absolutely draft Imani Bates with one of those picks in the late first round. Absolutely. fucking Louie. So I'm keeping one of those tough. He got caught with the he got caught with the he got caught with the gun. You know it ain't his. Knucklehead shit. Stupid nonsense. You about to be an NBA millionaire. You don't need to be caught with that. That's nonsense. Get away from that. That's poppycock. Get away from those people who's around you, who's in your ear, that got you around guns. You don't need to be nowhere, nowhere near that at all. But besides that, I can't talk. I can't talk tank. Goes against my principles. I wanted to win last season. The time to tank was two years ago. Time to tank was during the almighty fourth seed. I'm trying to actually win. Genuinely trying to win. Right. And, you know, I, I, I'm really not too concerned with that. I will say I will say. Um, lastly, you know, just just thinking about 
the Knicks right now. My my first immediate, like just looking at how they play, looking at everything, the Knicks will trade. They will have to trade for another wing sometime this season. If they really want to, if they really want to make some noise and they're winning, they have to trade for another wing. If Reddish and Grimes don't pan out. Because I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. Both is replaceable. If, I tell you, if, I, if I'm just talking basketball, just talking straight basketball, I remove my emotions out of it, this, that, and third. We talking straight basketball. We got four first-round picks. I trust Walpern to pick a wing in it towards the end of the draft. I trust him. I definitely trust him. So if it, if it don't pan out, it's a lot of options. It's a lot of options. Andrew Wiggins come to mind lastly. And Andrew Wiggins is a guy that I was talking about. I wanted on the Knicks two years ago. I've been wanting Andrew Wiggins on the Knicks. Thought about R.J. Barrett and Tibbs the whole time. See, when people get these takes on this app and, and they talk about certain people and and people talk about how we judge Tibbs, you know, we 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 judge Tibbs in a way that's harsh. Tibbs got a chance. Tibbs got a chance to prove up prove a lot of us wrong. He has a chance. But you know, if Reddish and, and Grimes don't pan out, go get me a wing. I need one. I, I want one badly. Andrew Wiggins, thinking about him, world champion. Comfortable in his game, comfortable not being the number one option. Play hellish defense. Maple Jordan is what they call him in Canada. Um, Maple Mambas, RJ Barrett. Marketing scheme. I feel like he will be a great fit next to Brunson. 40% three-point shooter. And if I'm the Warriors, I'm definitely picking Poole over Andrew Wiggins. That's 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 not even a debate to me. That's not even a debate. Pool worth a hundred plus million. I'm, listen, pool worth a hundred plus million. When I said Mitch Robinson was worth sixty million, I meant that. Pool worth a, easily worth a hundred plus million. Pool is nice. I can't even. Pool is nice. And if I'm the Warriors, I'm picking. I'm keeping pool because I drafted Kaminga. So whenever I say a player and I link a player to the Knicks, it's because I see some type of angle where I could get that said player. Wiggins had one of his best statistical seasons under Tibbs. That's worth noting as well. But he wasn't impactful. See, this is why I don't like box scores like that. Impact over box scores every time. We don't box score watch. Never box score watched in my life. Never grew up like that. I'm, I appreciate the NBA rewarding Andrew Wiggins to be an all-star starter. You got to, you got, this whole era of nerds who, who, who value numbers and crunch numbers and all, throw that shit out the window. Use your eyes. He deserved that shit. He deserved it. He absolutely, absolutely deserved it. And if the Warriors want to let him go, the Knicks need to go pick him up. 
Go pick them up. See, I'm at a point where certain everybody's replaceable in the NBA. If we just, if I remove my emotions, everybody's replaceable. Bench players is always replaceable. Certain bench players are not. Certain bench players are key players in championships, in championship runs. A la Eagle Dollar, first name that comes to mind. See, it's going to take time for this team to mesh. And I and I know I'm harping on the wing spot, but that's very concerning to me, only because I'm trying to I'm trying to compete right now. We're in the toughest division in basketball. Toughest division in basketball. Easily. Easily by far. It's gonna be a bloodbath in our division this upcoming season. I hope Brunson and, and RJ's ready to come play. Because you could do this to the Pistons. You could dog walk them. But are you going to dog walk great teams in this league? Are you going to show me that you're coming to play? Love the fact that I got two homegrown studs in the starting lineup. Beautiful. Beautiful. Love the fact that I got two Stud guys coming off my bench and Ob topping and quickly that we drafted. Love those guys. Love them off the bench. Love it. They have great chemistry together. Chemistry always wins championships. Watch the Pistons. Watch the Pistons do it against the Lakers. Lakers was fractured. Pistons won a championship off of that. I just watched the Warriors team off straight chemistry. Route the Celtics in the finals. Straight chemistry. Loved it. Loved team. You got to let your team grow. I would like to see this team grow. Would love to see this team grow. This was a great show in the night. I'm really happy upon what I seen tonight. But, you know, once again, Brunson was really good tonight, man. Really good. To, I, matter of fact, I, I got I to gotta talk about Brunson real quick. That that was me being a Nick fan and watching his team for 21 years, bro. He was so like and off the gate, I judge a point. Like first game, I could see it out the gate. First game. Some people got the eye, others don't. First game I could for a point guard, first game you could see it out the gate. Easily. They come out the gate running. Good, like they come out the gate running. Right? Brunson came out the gate running. Loved what he did tonight. Chauncey Billups, part two. That's my comparison for him. Chauncey Billups, championship point guard. You seen all the talent around Chauncey Billups? She, Ben Wallace, Tayshawn, Rip. Come on, man. That was a that was a that, that was a great showing, but just the point guard position is so valuable. Like it even put Randall in his place. That's why I was so intrigued with tonight. That's why I said, like, I had to overreact. It was only right. Because I got to see certain things different. If I see different things, then you'll get different takes from me. Because you're going to see, I'm going to tell you what I see. And I'm going to be honest about it. Randall played well tonight. That's an honest opinion from me. If he stunk it up, 
like he did in the first half. Like, and once again, he didn't stink it up as far as like effort. He stunk it up because his shot wasn't falling. It's a difference. And the only reason why his shot wasn't falling, because of jitters. Jitters. I've been wanting to trade this man all summer. All the people with these videos, I don't give a shit about those videos. I don't give a shit if Randall's always in shape. The man got the body of a Greek god. You think I give a damn if he's in shape? I want to see it on the court. Played extremely well tonight. Shot wasn't falling. Picked out the mismatches. He's seen a mismatch. he go. Even though he had some of those tendencies, you know, the jab, jab bullshit. You know, he got to end that, end that nonsense. But he'll get better at it. He'll get better at it. Just end the jab, jab bullshit. That, he got to he gotta take that out of his game. I need smart decisions with him. Moving the ball. Find that R.J. Barrett for wide open threes. That's what I like to see. He could fill up the stat. The thing about Randall and R.J. that you could always appreciate and you could always bet on your fan duel ticket, them boys going to fill up that stat sheet. That's a fact. That's a fact. Randall, double-double fan duel, bet your money on it. Because you're going to get that. You're going to win your money. But it's Obi Toppin. Can Obi Toppin get some more minutes? Now you can split their minutes. Obi looked good tonight for me personally. Now, I know he clinked some threes, but he took he took a, a, um, he took a guy off the dribble. He took Bogey off the dribble, got a, a, a straight line dunk to, at the rim. Still doing the same things last year, pushing the pace. Got some wide open dunks. He got to get his points in, in transition because he got to find a way to be effective on the floor. That's what I love about Obi Toppin. And he's not going to cost a lot on his next contract. He's not going to cost a lot. So, shout outs to Leon Rose. Been dogging him all summer. Been dogging him all summer. They're saying, his, you know, offseason is trash. You know, he's saying he missed out on Jaden Ivey. Jaden Ivey was impressive tonight, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Brunson costs too much. $100 million. Why the fuck are you giving him $100 million? You already gave Randall one this contract. You know. He got us. He looking at me like state, shut the fuck up. Just wait and see. That's what he's telling me right now. And, and hey, Brunson, it, hey, I gotta see more, but I like what I seen tonight. It's just that once again, bro. I, I know I said it so many times during this part, but that shooting guard spot, that wing spot. It's going to aggravate me until Evan Fournier is officially out of that starting lineup. I don't know if the guy's on the roster. Because I love Cam Reddish. I, I, I love Quentin Grimes. I don't love this injury bullshit. This is why I love R.J. Barrett. I don't love that. I don't, I, you're getting paid millions. Pay for a chef, bro. Pay for a chef. Get your body right, bro. It, it, and I know Cam Reddish, it's not his fault tonight. He just, ran, ran, the ref got to get the fuck out the way. So I, I, I hope he's better. I'm Matter of fact, I'm going to put that good energy out there. He's going to be playing next game. I'm going to put that good energy out there because I know he's going to be better. Grimes, I'm a little worried about. Because ankle injury, his ankle injury, when you're in a walking boot, it's more serious than what it is. And we know the Knicks, they love to play optics. They like to play down stuff. They don't like to make stuff seem so serious. You get what I'm saying? So it's funny how they put up that pick um, with the walking boot, and they deleted it. 
Because Nick fans immediately seen it. I said, God damn, Nick fans got good eyes. This is the greatest fan base in the world. They'll find they'll they'll search everything. They they look at the bench. The Nick fans will catch you on the bench acting a fool. They they, they catching everything. Body language. It's no other fan like a Nick fan. I think Nick fans are some of the smartest people, smartest fans in the fan base overall as an NBA fan. Because Nick fans, certain Nick fans understand uh, 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 how to how to understand the basketball player. Nick fans understand certain things that a lot of other fans, just NBA fans in general, don't. And Nick fans is hella loyal, hella loyal. Salute the Sacramento Kings fans. Haven't made the playoffs since Pokemon Silver came out. Since LeBron made, since LeBron got drafted. Shout out to those fans. Loyal as shit, bro. That is loyal, bro. Loyal to you always be rewarded. My moms and pops always told me that. Loyalty will always be rewarded. The best people on the planet is Nick fans. They are very loyal. Very, very loyal. And I think the players know that. They they play hard. That's one, that's another thing under Tibbs. Like I can always respect Tibbs for that. These dudes play hard, bro. They play hard. Everybody hands is up. I felt like I didn't see nobody slacking on, on, on defense tonight. I seen everybody was on a string. Um, I seen one play where quickly and, and reddish got a little tangled up. They they both went to the same side. Um Hopefully they correct that. Hopefully uh, uh, Tibbs point that out in a film session tomorrow. I know he will. And um, last but not least, Tom Thibodeau. Have no complaints for him tonight. Coached a great game. Um, love what he did with his rotations tonight. I, I love the offense tonight. And I love this post-game interview. See, when, when Tibbs do well, I'm going to give him love. But when he coaches like bullshit, I'm going to – Shit on Regard, I don't care what nobody said. And the one thing he said multiple times in the interview after the game that I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a that that might be a key key thing this season is work. We're gonna put in the work. Oh, we gotta do more work. Oh, we gotta we we gotta work to do this. We gotta keep working on this. Just work, 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 work. work. Work that I could rock. I could vibe. I could vibe with that. I could rock with that. I could rock with that. I, I work. That's what I like to see. Knicks did work tonight. I'm not mad at nothing I seen tonight. Um, people be surprised sometimes when I try to uh, 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 give uh, uh, Randall and Tibbs props and, and things of that nature. But you, I've always been a person who tried to tell the truth. And I try to like call it how I see it. And um, shout outs to Shannon. Appreciate you pulling up. What's up, Shannon? How you doing? Uh, um, how did you see the game? And and, and, and what's up? Talk, talk to me. Good state. I saw you. Uh, I saw you on space. So you know, definitely had to pull up. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. A couple of things, but one, you know, say I want to give you props. You're one of the few guys, like you said, you call it like you see it. I never have a problem with your takes because you're gonna be honest. You're gonna speak from the heart. If you see it differently as it happens, you're going to admit that as well. You're not one of those guys who's going to have pride and then try to spin a narrative when when it turned out to be differently than how you saw it the first time. So appreciate, I appreciate you. that about you. I appreciate, appreciate you. that tonight. Uh, 
But no, man, I, you know, I, li- I liked what I saw. I wasn't too surprised. I think, you know, we're going to see narratives start to start to flow. You know, in April, I remember I got on a space, and I was, t- I, you know, I noticed Jen, uh, Brunson two mm-hmm. years ago. He wasn't mm-hmm. even playing that much. He's coming off the bench. But I noticed when he came in, he was efficient. He got, he was crafty. He got to the hole. He finished. And I said, you know what? He's not really getting a lot of run there because of Luca, but he'd be, he could, he'll be good for us. So hopefully, you know, we should get an eye on him. Um, they weren't trying to pay him, and I was hoping that we could go get him. I was, you know, I noticed that two years ago. This year, he got, this year he got more of an opportunity, and he took advantage of it. So I remember it was like maybe March or April. Spaces just came out and jumped on the space. And, you know, people were talking about what we should do in the offseason, talking about trading Randall, which I wanted to do as well. And I thought, I said, why don't we try to go get Brunson? I said it, I got maybe two seconds of talking about Brunson, and then everybody shut me down. Nobody wanted to hear it. They thought I was crazy for saying that. So, you know, that's one narrative that I'm happy to see is going to start falling. Our people are starting to see what I saw, and Brunson is the truth, and uh, he, he's what we needed. When we got Hardenstein, people didn't really know, you know, people didn't really watch the Clippers because, you know, Kawhi was out, Paul George was out. They weren't that interesting. But I saw the Hardenstein, this guy was the truth. This guy was a banger. He played with energy. He was a leaper. You know, he could finish around the hole. He was, he didn't shoot a lot, but when he shot, he had a pretty good stroke. And he was a great passer. We didn't even see the passing yet. This was the first game. But I remember I said, look, Hardenstein, you guys are going to sleep on that signing. He's gonna be the, he's gonna be a good addition for us. People were tripping over that, going crazy, acting like I didn't know what he's talking about. So we saw two narratives to me for tonight. Now the third narrative that's gonna fall. When I was giving the front office props for their moves, mm-hmm. it was because they were doing what I wanted them to do. Right. So it, it, it wasn't after you know me launching what they were doing and saying, oh yeah, I like it. Before this, the offseason began. I had a, a list of what I wanted to see. I wanted to get Brunson. I wanted to sign Mitch. I wanted to get a backup, a backup five. I wanted to get rid of, you know, Burks, Noel, and um, and I wanted to, you know, uh, extend RJ. I wanted to trade Randall. That didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, so but with the Randall thing, that didn't happen when I wanted to get, you know, I wanted to trade him. But I have to say that if he's going to play like he played tonight, which he's not trying to dominate the ball, he was good on the catch and shoot. He was looking at, you said his state, he was looking out for his teammates. He was hustling on defense. If he's going to play like that, then we're going to be a better team, you know, than, than what I thought. But the, the last effort that's, that, that, to me that's, that's going to fall is we killed Leon on almost every step. At, on draft day, yep. we went crazy because we didn't use a lottery pick. But to me, I'm like, well, you don't notice what we did. What we did was, in one stroke, yes, we traded our first-round pick, but we got back three first-round picks. We got rid of, in one stroke, the vets that we needed to get rid of so that we could have the young guys play more. So in our rotation of, of 10, we're going to have seven young guys playing. And in, in, in addition to that, I said, but this is going to open up for Brunson. And I said, I, I guarantee you that whoever we're going to take at 11 is not going to impact our team the way Brunson can impact our team. Mm-hmm. So in that one stroke, and that, so people never really understood, you know, why, you know, why wouldn't we just not take a pick? And, I, you know, and so, and my thing was, but in that one, we had so many needs going into the draft. We had, we needed to get rid of vets that were taking up space. We needed to create cap space so we could get Brunson. And we needed to get more assets. We did all that in that draft. To me, that was A+. plus. So 
to me, that next, and then also people were tripping because we didn't get Mitchell. I wanted to get Mitchell, but I did too. Right? I wanted to get him, but not at a certain price. I didn't want to get him if it was going to cost us RJ because I thought that was a lateral move. And I thought that, you know, so to to get rid of RJ, get rid of those picks, get rid of, get rid of another young player or two, and bring, bring in Mitchell with Brunson and Randall, to me, that would leave us in the same position that we're in now because I feel that RJ is going to grow. I feel that, you know, he's going to grow. I feel like the other young players like IQ, OB, they're going to take steps. And we keep all of our picks. So I thought that was a good move to, okay, keep an eye on Mitchell, but don't give away the farm for Mitchell because that would leave us, to me, in a lateral move without the steps that we needed to, to put the pieces around him. So that wouldn't be a good move. So I think that I think the next narrative that's going to fall is people who agreed with that move. You're going to see as the season continues and his team gels and we get chemistry and we grow, and then we also have pieces to put other players around them to get better. That sometimes the best trades are the trades that didn't, that didn't happen. I think this is going to end up being one of them. So that, that's all I got. Said. I'm very encouraged by what I saw tonight. It was the first game. Brunson is. You can see that the guy is smart. He's a leader. You can see that the guys respect him. You can see that he put Randall in his place, and Randall is not going to challenge his authority. So, and you also you saw that he wanted to move the ball around. Yes, he can shoot, but he only took nine shots. But he's very efficient. So, if there's nine shots, he's you know he had seven of them. But RJ still got the most shots. Randall got the second most shots, and and you can see that Brunson is good with that. The guy just wants to win. So. I'm encouraged by what I saw tonight. Yeah, man. Brunson, as soon as he came out in the first quarter, he was spraying the ball around. And that was something that I, I wanted to see from Brunson. I like I told you, I told you like earlier this summer, Shannon, like, and I told everybody, I'm not too concerned with Brunson's box scores. I'm more concerned with his impact on winning and his impact on RJ Barrett and the other four star and the other three starters. Uh, especially Julius Randle, um, how would him and Randle mesh? And a couple of times, man, Brunson found Randle on mismatches, something that I guess Kemba Walker and Alec Burks could not do last season. And another thing I noticed is the respect factor. Uh, Randle gave the ball up to Brunson every time. That is very encouraging. And I know that's encouraging because these guys already been practicing together for a couple of weeks. And I said, and I said this to you, Shannon, I said this yesterday. Uh, and I said this to everybody, the Knicks got to come out blazing guns blazing. Cause if it's true, what Obi said about them practicing weeks ago, these guys should be already good to go. They should be good to go out the gate. And it's good to see that it wasn't cringy tonight. The offense was good. Um, I, I, I felt like Randall just – I felt like he never ISO'd tonight. I felt like every shot that he took, it was within the flow of the offense. I, I, that's a, a Brunson, man. But I don't know what else to say. I, I really appreciate that pickup, man. He's going to be worth every single bit of that $100 million, bro. Easily. Easily. That that was a great pickup. So I, I appreciate you, Shannon, for um sharing your insight. And I was wrong. I was I was dead wrong. I was one of those people who was pissed off with Leon Rose draft night. I'm not going to fully concede yet because you know how I am. Uh, everybody knows how I am. I'm going to fight it. Uh, I'm going to say stuff like, 
I, I'm not ready to to just give Leon Rose this his flowers yet. I need to see more. I think I deserve that right to see more. Um, I felt the narrative was um Shannon. The narrative basically was Leon Rose spent over three hundred plus million dollars, and he has yet to fill me a superstar. That was that was the narrative. That was something that I said. That was something that people said on the thread. And um, I, I tell y'all right now tonight. That $300 million looking real good. It looked real good tonight. It looked damn good. And I think they was 27 of 36 together, Randall, Brunson, and RJ. So that was that was impressive, man. That was impressive, man. This is a season where the Knicks can shut me up. You can shut me up. It, it's just that Evan Fournier, he's like, he's like a roach in a project house. And that one roach you're trying to step on, but it keeps going up under the kitchen counter. It, 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 that, that That's what he reminds me of. Like, he bugs me. I know he can space the floor. His gravity was, he. we needed his gravity tonight. You need somebody with gravity at the shooting guard spot. I'm not taking that away from him. I'm not taking the fact that he threw Mitch the alley. I'm not taking the fact that he did have some good um, moves on the ball. He did. But at the same time, I'm talking fit. Long term, short term. I'm trying to win right now. Right, right now. So Cam Reddish and, and Grimes, they gotta get better, Shannon. That this injury, this injury nonsense that they going through, I I it gotta stop. It gots to stop. Yeah, you're you're right, man. Cam is so fragile. But you know, when he was there, you saw some things. When he hit that first three, yep. You saw that nice pass, he had that nice chemistry with RJ on the break. Uh, you, you saw the the nice slap that he had. Uh, I think it was Ivy. Was it? I think it was Ivy, and he he swiped the ball and hit it off him. Mm -hmm. uh, but just that injury. And you're right about Fournier. I mean, even though you know Fournier is a professional, he's a pro. He can shoot. But at 74 million, he just doesn't bring to me much more than what we can get out of out of Cam, out of out of Grimes. Uh, you know, those guys are better defensively. They can hit the shot as well. You're right. And even. Uh, even tonight, he, what, what he, I don't know how many minutes he played, but he didn't play that much, and his presence wasn't really missed. Like he, You saw a lot of good things from a lot of great players, but I, with Fournier, to me, you could just see that that's one of those holdovers that if we could have found a, a home for him, it, it would be better for the team, to me. To me, we don't need to pay that salary. It, it, it doesn't match the output that he's given us. And with the young guys and their skill set, he's easily replaced in, 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 you know, for our team. So... That's that's the, I agree with you. That's there's one blight that I still see is, is you know Fournier in his position. Um, I I would rather see the upside of Cam. Yeah. Rather see the upside of Grimes. I already know what Fournier is. We we know who he is. We know what he is. And and to me, it's it's, it's not bringing enough to be worth it to pay him and to play him in front of those other guys. But one thing I want to say as well, State, mm -hmm. if you look at our bench, I think that's one of the ways that we may. We may surprise people with what we can do this year. It's not I, I, that bench is not that much of a drop off. I don't know many teams. I, I will have to put his top three, five teams in, in terms of second unit. And Rose didn't play a lot tonight. You see, quickly got a little stronger, and Ob still getting his feet under him. But he, like you said, he looked good. Hardenstein did a fraction of what I know he can do as he started to gel with that second unit. Um, I don't know if it's going to be Cam or if it's going to be uh, Grimes who's going to be on that second unit, but mm -hmm. that bench is going to outplay most benches in the NBA. So that's what makes me feel really 
optimistic about what our ceiling could be this year because, you know, we'll compete with most most starting units. I mean, we know that RJ, he's, you know, no matter what the wing is, it could be Paul George, it could be Kawhi, it could be Levine, it could be Brown, Tatum, um, it could be DeRozan. RJ is going to compete with most wings at Middleton. He's going to compete with most wings. One thing that I feel great about with Brunson is that I don't care how elite your point guard is, he's not going to dominate that position. Brunson can hold his own. He dominated Kane. Yeah, yeah. You know, Kane is, you know, he, he was that, that, that young guy that everyone was going crazy over. He shot three for 12. R.J. Barrett. R.J. Barrett. Jail time. <laughs> exactly. And, so, and, the, and the thing about Brunson is, even if, when the elites come in, when you got Steph, when you got Steph coming in and um, you got Kyrie coming in, yeah, they'll get buckets. But the thing is, Brunson will get buckets as well. He won't be outmatched at that position. And then, and if and if Randall can play his position, I mean, there's not many guys that have the strength to hold up to Randall. So if he could be engaged, play with energy, play his position, I'm confident on a night-to-night basis, our starting unit could at least compete. But then our second unit, I don't think many second units can compete with our second unit. Yeah. So that makes me feel even opti- more optimistic about what we can do this season. Yeah, love love the second unit. Love the second unit, man. That that second unit, when when they had I, – I, I was so happy to just see Brunson, Reddish, and RJ, and Isaiah Hardenstein, and Obi on the floor at the same time. Like, I, I really loved that unit. But when he mixed it up and he got rolls quickly – um, RJ was in there. Uh, Obi was in there. Isaiah Hardenstein loved that unit. It was a play that stuck out to me too. Um, the play that Isaiah Hardenstein got the ball under the basket and he had a wide open dunk, I believe, but instead he passed it out to RJ Barrett for the wide open corner three. And I'm not really used to that. That's high IQ basketball. Um, that that is that is high IQ basketball, and Isaiah Hardenstein also had, like I um, said earlier, he had a, a a poke in the lane, poked the ball, and that turned into R.J. Barrett alley oop straight to Obi Toppin. So it's stuff that you like to see. And listen, man, Shannon, I didn't know he was a stretch five like that. I, I didn't. That was impressive from what I seen. The big German, <laughs> the big the big German. He he he's good, man. I, I'm not. I'm honestly like I'm not gonna sit here and down him. He he was good tonight, bro. Uh, absolutely, he didn't shoot a lot of threes for the Clippers, but he shot a high percentage. So it looks like we got him, and we said, "Look, we know you can shoot." So with us, you get those opportunities, you let it fly because he took like three. I think he took like three threes tonight. He didn't really do that with the Clippers, even though when he, I think he hit it. I mean, he hit a high percentage. He, I think he only shot like maybe 14, 17 threes, mm-hmm. but. He hit a good percent. No, I think maybe thirty. And hit no, like it was way more. It was way more after the All Star break. I think. Right. He, he. I think he shot a good percentage. I think he made about seventeen threes. Right, something like that. Mm-hmm. But you can see he's going to take more of it. He has a good stroke. You can see it. So I agree with you. We have a legit, legit stretch, stretch five who can also pass. And and you can. He was hitting the boards. He's a physical player. So Facts. It's not a drop off when he comes in for Mitch. And, and you know what role I would like to see him in is the uh, the Serge Ibaka role from the 2019 Raptors. Love that role for him. Lo- love Perfect. it for him. Perfect. Love it for him. Uh, can protect the rim. Tough switchability. The the best thing, Shannon. I think I think you could agree with this too. Is 
the best ability in Breeze, I see you. Breeze, I'm about to let you in here too. I'm about to let you, I'm about to let you cook. The the best thing from Mitchell Robinson and Isaiah Hardenstein, both of them could switch one through five, bro. Both of them. And I seen them both do it tonight. Loved it. Loved, loved what I seen from both of my centers tonight. And kudos to Thibodeau. Because if I'm Thibodeau, right, I'm playing Mitch 28 minutes and I'm playing Isaiah Hardenstein 24 minutes. I, I want to first apologize on Wax because I said I would make Isaiah Hardenstein uh, situational. I am not making that man situational. That is an asinine comment by me. That is disgusting. That man needs to play. I I, I like what I've seen from him. You could play. He, like, if I'm a diabolical coach, I play him at some four and some five. Just to, just to spice it up a bit. Just to switch switch it up a bit. Teams go big. You got Giannis in there. They trying to they trying to big dog you down there. Okay, throw Mitch in there with Isaiah Hardenstein. When we play, we play Cleveland. They got Mobley and Allen. That'd be a perfect time to play those two together. When we yeah. go against Cleveland. Hell yeah. Hell, and I trust both my bigs. Trust both of them. Uh, I, I like Mitchell Robinson on the perimeter too. He has a problem with that in the past few years. So I like them tonight on the perimeter. Breeze. Uh, Breeze, what's up, man? It's it's three twelve in the morning. We talking Knicks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, what's up, what's man? Up, nah, I just want to come up and say, oh, so much, you doing your thing. Appreciate you moving in spaces at the, this time of night, man. Shit, crazy. Appreciate um, it. No, nah, no doubt, man. I really see you doing your thing, and I'm, I'm gonna cop a, a shirt and shit and a hat too. I'm gonna support you, bro. Cause appreciate it. I, I really see you out here. You you one of the Realest niggas on up here, like on some real shit. Like I got a recording of you going ham on this dude. <laughs> Appreciate um, it, man. Yeah, straight up, yeah, for real, for real. I, I'm, a, I'm a, uh, I, real nah, quick, I, Breeze, real quick. Nah, nah, for I'm real, gonna be bro. honest with you. You deserve that shit, bro. I see you Thank coming you. up. You coming up hard, bro. Yeah, real quick, right? This is a this is an actual podcast. So mm-hmm. what I what I'm doing is basically I'm recording a podcast, right? I record from Anchor, record straight from Anchor, but I try to, I, I wanted to be one of the first, shout outs to my guy Die Nick, shout outs to my guy Eru, because me and Eru started doing this. I wanted to be the, one of the first people to incorporate my actual podcast, recording on Anchor and recording on my phone at the same time. So when my podcast do come out on Apple Podcasts, people across the world can hear not only just my voice, but other people's voices. I feel like a lot of people need to be heard. Um, that was one thing that I wanted to stress coming into this season with, with my pod is I, I need more people heard. It, it's too many intelligent people on on this on this app. Um, I appreciate you as well, brother. As soon as I got the the merch up, uh, as soon as I get the merch thing together, it should I should be with that within two to three weeks. I definitely I definitely DM you. Definitely get that out to you, brother. Um, what you what you seen tonight, Breeze? Talk to me, man, because it sounds like you're in a good mood. No, 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 no. I I, I, I tuned in earlier and shit when y'all was on and I heard you speak and it was in another space. And I totally agree with you. What you said was when, when you said you loved the way Randall was playing today. Yep. That's one thing I agree with you because, you know what I mean? He didn't, he wasn't Randall of last year where he felt like he had to take initiative and he felt like he had to dribble the ball into a double team shit. Yep. When he, when he noticed that he didn't have it, he gave it up and I think that if, if nobody's really, I feel like the no one talking. I, I was in a lot of spaces today, but no one really hit the point of Brunson on the team. You know what I mean? 
that's what I, I felt like it. I was more focused on. Yeah, that was our offseason offseason equation. You know what I mean? I mean, mm-hmm. we picked up this dude. We gave this nigga. We gave this dude money. That's the only dude I'm looking at. I'm looking at him. And I'm looking at RJ. Everybody else, because it's the first preseason game. You know what I mean? It's the first game of the season. So I'm not gonna go all out about oh what the way Obi was. Uh, playing and you know what I mean can't get hurt there. That's a bust. I mean, but I mean that's too bad. But at the end of the day, what I'm really focusing on is the way Brunson is playing. What the effect that he has on the team and the way Randall is playing and the way RG is playing because that's what we've been talking about all offseason. So you know what I mean. Um, but what I seen tonight, man, I, I I'm one thousand percent. I love the game. I, I love what I seen tonight. Brunson came in. He was effective early. You know what I mean? He controlled the pace of the game. He had it in the bag. You know, and then, and RJ, phenomenal. And what that shows me is that what he said was he's going to shock the world. That's exactly what he did. And this is only the first game. So, <laughs> um, you know, I'm, I'm super optimistic as far as this season. Um, it's nothing... I'm, I'm looking at the off-season uh, moves that the Knicks made, and as of right now, it's, a, it's an A for me because uh, we picked up a point guard, and that's what we needed the most. Last year, we lost so many close games because we didn't have anybody to really, you know what I mean, initiate the offense. Right. And, and, and then now we have a point guard who can initiate offense, create for other people, so everything eventually will fall into place. You know what I mean? And so, at the end of the day, man, I'm super, super, super happy with what I seen today. And it's only the first game. You know, and I'm not really, you know, and, and one thing about, um, I think no one really talked about is quickly. Uh, everyone see quickly's game. What I seen is he, this dude, he, he did exactly what he said he was going to do. He got stronger that way. So, when he gets in the paint, he's not just going to the floater. It was actually... What I seen today was a positive. He, you know, I mean, he wasn't holding it back. He wasn't, uh, you, you know, I mean, that's and that's all I could do. Yep. You know, what I mean, is judge these dudes as far as what they're doing in the off season, and and, and see if it shows up, and, and you know, what I mean, and, and on the court. And I, I just, I just got seen, man. They did really good today, man. I, and as far as the Brunson effect, I think it's definitely going to work. Bib still, yeah, he's an ass coach. Let's get him out of here. But as long as Brunson's in the team, I think our future is great. Yeah, man. Appreciate you, Breeze. Um, I I loved everything what I seen tonight, man. It's 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 good to to feel confident. It's good to win. It feels good to win. It it always feels good to win. It never feels good to lose. I've never been a sore loser. I could tell you how many nights I didn't play 2K my career mode. And 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 my team is getting their ass kicked. And I just turn off the game. I'm not going through this. <laughs> I, I don't like to lose. Who likes to lose? You tell me a person who is happy with losing, genuinely. And when I bring up words like tanking and stuff like that, I don't want to lose on purpose. But at the same time, I'm trying to get the best talent available. You know, I, that that's... That's how you get the best talent available. Either you tank or you trade or you get them from free agency. The Knicks have not been a free agency destination since I've been watching them. I don't want to bring up certain free agents that we've had in the past. Jerome James. 
I, I don't I, I don't want to bring some of those guys up. They have not been a free agency destination. So when I say words like yo tank and, and stuff like that, that's because I feel like that was the best way to get talent. But obviously, Walt Perrin is telling me, stay fuck what you talking about. I'm gonna get this 25th pick and he's gonna be in the rotation, brother. <laughs> stay, we're gonna draft Mitchell Robinson in the second round because the Lakers felt like they didn't need Mitch and Scott Perry. Show love and, and knew Mitch's agent. That's how Mitch got to the Knicks. And, and we're going to get this guy in the second round. We're going to pay him $60 million. He's going to be my franchise center for the next few years. Great to see. It's great to see, man. It's great to see. Like I said, many times, like, I always try to call it how I see it, bro. This was a great showing tonight. Um, hopefully, the Knicks can continue to win. Right, because winning, winning, winning is over everything. You gotta win. You gotta win. But for me specifically, I need meaningful wins. I don't like meaningful. I don't like meaningless wins. I don't like meaningless losses. There are mean a such thing as meaningful losses, encouraging losses. But can I ask you one question though? Go ahead. All right. So you remember last year, mm -hmm. right? How many close games we lost? Mm -hmm. You think we would have lost those games if we had Brunson on the floor? I can't. So I'm gonna give you a. Uh, I'm gonna give you a real answer. Um, I, I, I and the real answer is I don't know the answer. I'm gonna be honest with you because I don't know how good this year's RJ be from last year. I don't know how good. Randall could be in his situation this year from last year. I I just don't I just don't know. I just when you start Alec Burks and Evan Fournier for most of the season, bro, and 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 you go one in ten, you go one in six. Uh, uh, you I think we went one in ten in February. You go through a stretch where you go three and seventeen. I don't I I don't know, but I I can definitely say this. I definitely agree with your point. If we're trying to say we definitely, if we had Brunson last season, some of those close games that we did lose, we probably would have won them. But at the same time, it's multiple factors. Is Randall still acting like a clown? Is quickly still slumping? Uh, um, Alec Burks is not a Nick, right? So Quentin Grimes is already getting minutes. How that situation is going? Like it's it's, it's so many factors when it comes to that. So that like. A, a real re realistic answer is yes, but I can't realistically say yes all the way because of the talent we was presented with last season. You got to take into account that Alec Burks was resigned, Nerlens was resigned. Like those guys, it's not here no more. It's Isaiah Hardenstein and these boys. So it, it it's gonna be nice to see, man. Um, I but the reason why I ask uh -huh. you that is because don't you think now? Right. That we got a uh, caliber play, a point guard like Brunson. Those yeah. close games. Yep. At, you know, I mean that we were lost last year. I definitely agree. Like a possibility, like we could win this year. Yep, I definitely agree. Um, listen, man, I think we gonna win a lot of. I, I, listen, my prediction. I told Tony on the spaces, probably earlier, even before the first preseason game. I told him the Knicks should win fifty-one games next season. No exaggeration. Not exaggerating with any of you right now. Not exaggerating with, I was dead serious when I said that. And the reason why I said it is because 
I got Brunson. He should be getting better. Randall should have learned from last season. RJ Barrett, I call him a generational talent. It's his fourth season. He's ready to pop like a goose egg. Mitchell Robinson, he just got paid. He going in his fifth year. He should be way, he should be better. He should be way better. And then the addition of Brunson, now I'm seeing Mitchell Robinson get post-entry passes. Whoa! Something new. Quickly should be better. Quickly is better. He's stronger. Get into the line. Get into the paint. He had an and one on Marvin Bagley, like I said earlier, that I loved. I said, oh, this is this is new. Obi Toppin, taking guys off the dribble. One dribble dunk. Whoa. So let's see. Um, you know, I, I have no problems with what I seen today. I mean, seen seen earlier, actually, once again. Uh, I appreciate you guys. Um tuning in to the pod with me as well. I appreciate all of you guys that, that's tuning in right now. Angie, Shannon, Breeze, Rayshawn, uh, 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 M- MVRKY. I appreciate you, bro. Trade, 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 trade. I see you, my guy. <laughs> and Shah, I see I see you, brother. Um, I appreciate all of you guys tuning in. Uh, shout outs to Leon Rose. Shout outs to uh, the Knicks organization, man. Great showing in the fir- first preseason game. Got to overreact. Seen something different. Love what I've seen from everybody. Uh, appreciate all you guys tuning in once again. This was episode 160 of the State of New York Knicks podcast. And I'll be coming back to y'all this weekend with another pod right after the Pacers game. Uh, probably that night. Because uh, I, I genuinely enjoy doing podcasts like 3 in the morning. This is around my time when I'm awake anyway. So and I'm probably I'm usually at work anyway, so it doesn't bother me. But I appreciate you guys for tuning in. Once again, episode 160 of the State of the New York Knicks podcast. I'm out of here. Peace out.